Hello, and welcome back to Room 22 Podcast. I'm Gabrielle Ashley, Special Reports and Managing Editor. And I'm Valeria Lukin, News Magazine Editor-in-Chief. To celebrate Teacher Appreciation Week, we wanted to highlight three teachers at Daniel Pro Magnet High School. To kick off our first three-part episode special, please welcome our first guest, Ms. Sharp. Um, can we get your full name and your position, please? Um, Dijanae Sharp, ELA teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So how long have you been teaching? Oh, okay. I think this is my 11th year teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you do like before you started teaching here? So before I started teaching here, um, well, I've worked in education for a long time. This is my 11th year as a classroom teacher. But when I was an undergrad at UCLA, I worked as a TA at an elementary school for about four years. Um, So that gave me a lot of experience in the classroom. And then I eventually went back to school and got my master's of education at UCLA as well and started teaching. I taught one year of fourth grade. That was interesting. (laughs) But I went to school to be an elementary school teacher. Um, That's what I thought I wanted to do. But the school I was working at wanted to expand and add a middle school. And they wanted me to be one of the founding teachers of the middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got my single subject credential so that I could teach English um, for middle schoolers. Didn't want to. It was like against my will. But it turned out I actually did really enjoy older kids. Um, mm-hmm. So then I taught middle school for 10 years, nine, nine years. And now this is my first year teaching high school. How has that been? Um, it's been really nice. I think I, each year as I tried a new age group or level, there's, there's pros and cons of every grade or every level. So like elementary has its pros and cons, middle school has its pros and cons. But I think I was at the point where I was like, I want a new challenge. And I also wanted to work with older kids so that we could kind of go more into depth with things. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes with middle school, you find yourself, um, doing a lot more like behavior management than teaching and I wanted to not do as much of that anymore. (laughs) Um, So what inspired you to become a teacher? It really was um, during my time at UCLA I decided to become an education studies minor Mm -hmm. Um, initially just because I thought oh I, I can you know take some extra classes and I heard the classes were really interesting But when I took those classes, I realized how important the role of a teacher is and not just for giving information and teaching, you know, ABCs and math, but the impact you can have on young people Um, and just the life lessons you can help a young person understand um, the growth you can promote holistically with a child. And that really appealed to me. And I thought back to my experience in school and thinking about the teachers that I really liked and the ones I didn't. And I realized that the teachers I really liked weren't like, oh, they were the best teacher. Their lessons were so clear. It was really, no, they really believed in me. And they encouraged me to pursue my dreams and they encouraged me to continue learning and growing. Um, And I felt safe and happy in their room. And for some people like in their life, there's so much going on and they don't really ever have a space where they can feel like they're cared for Mm -hmm. and I wanted my classroom to be that space for people 
So, yeah, like it was a, a much more philosophical reason than <laughs> I love English and I do. <laughs> I do love English. I do love reading and writing. Um, but that was definitely lower on the list of priorities because then again with 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 literacy teaching people that that can be a tool like you don't necessarily have to love books you don't necessarily have to love writing but you do need to know how to think critically and you do need to know how to be aware of the things that are happening in your world and I think those skills you you can very much so learn through studying literature through studying nonfiction works and thinking about how people make their point how people persuade you and how you can be persuasive like these are skills that are very transferable um and they just don't live in the classroom so i think that's one of the reasons too is showing people how what they learn at school can actually be useful in their life outside of school mm -hmm. wow you're so passionate <laughs> like, oh my goodness. it's inspiring Am I? it really oh, is cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a really good teacher okay. you, i can tell you like everything that you're striving for, I've experienced that in your classroom. So I appreciate Thank you. That. that means a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's another benefit of teaching bigger people. Because uh, in elementary school, you're like, all right, I, I don't know how I did. You can't articulate it. And I'll see you maybe sometime in 10, 15 years. Um, but when you teach older kids, you get that instant feedback. You know, like it worked or it didn't because... They go on. I remember when I taught middle school and I taught eighth grade and those kids would go on into high school and then come back and be like, yep, we were ready. And, you know, the teacher had us do this. And I was like, all right, don't do that. Or, you know, and they, they came and they told me like, yes, you prepared me. And I could be like, okay, good. I did my job right. And now with you guys going off into college or just being in a place where you're very aware, you know what you feel and what you need. And, and to hear that, like, I was successful in achieving that for you. It's, it's very gratifying for me. What's your favorite aspect about teaching? Yeah, I definitely, it's it's the time I get to spend with my students. Um, there are aspects about it um, that I enjoy. I do enjoy planning, but really I enjoy planning in the summertime because mm -hmm. it's really hard during the year when you have so much going on and you're like, how can I make this interesting? Uh. Um, that can be very stressful and time consuming. So I enjoy that aspect during the summer when I have time to think about it. But in the day to day when the school year is going, like it's never a dull moment. Um, so I really, I just, I like talking to my students. Like today, um, one of the 10th graders, he came in, I guess he had some free time and the book he's reading, he wanted to talk to me about the book he's reading. And we had, just this really interesting um, and, and thoughtful conversation about the text and how he's thinking about things and thinking about the world based on what he's reading. And I was just like, yeah, this is why. Like, this is why I'm here, you know? So wholesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. What kind of impact do you hope to leave on your students? Yeah. Um, no, yeah, like I said, I just hope that if they because i remember being this age um and there's just so many feelings and things going on in your life 
and some days are just really hard and it's just i hope that i will always be a person that they know truly cared about them and wanted the best for them and somebody that they saw as an ally and and a cheerleader you know mm -hmm. um so that's really how i want to be remembered and the nice thing is um yeah a lot of my former students have you know once they were old enough to keep in contact with me we've gotten got in touch and it's really nice to see where they are in their life and they know that like i'm always there for them you know yeah. um school mom school aunt whatever like <laughs> i like that <laughs> What's been one of your favorite memories this year as a teacher? Oh, this year? <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, there's just good day. There's been a lot of laughs and a lot of good times. Um, <laughs> well, what happened today is everyone wrote in the dust of my car, USA mom. And <laughs> I UCLA. Yeah, like and I went to UCLA, so I wrote USC mom and it was like, oh, these kids. Um but then I was like, I'm their mom, so that's kind of cool. But yeah, no, it's just just getting to know you guys. It's hard to say what my favorite moment has been. Um the days start to blend in after a while, but it's been a good year. It's <laughs> been a good year. And they do. It's just like, I. one thing kids will do is they'll come back, you know, and they're like, remember that time, Ms. Shard, when in eighth grade you were like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't remember that, but you enjoyed that moment. So I'm glad. That's really great. <laughs> okay. Um, this being like your first year back from quarantine, how do you think you've adjusted to the change? And it's your first year here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it has been a lot of changes. I think it's going back to, I don't know. Like, I think I got very acclimated to online school. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> um, so it was a transition um, coming back. But the things... While there are aspects of Zoom school that I enjoyed with the kids, um, there's definitely so many more benefits of being here and being able to facilitate facilitate group work and having everyone involved in things. Mm -hmm. um, the Zoom life was really hard because you would only have like a few kids who wanted to participate. But what I do miss is the mute button. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, like that mute button was clutch. <laughs> like, why can't I have one in real life? <laughs> especially, huh? <laughs> like, just they were, yeah. Especially when I was teaching middle school, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final question. Okay, what is one random thing about you that students and staff um, at DPMHS might not know about you? Oh, I don't, I think I'm pretty much an open book, but random? I think is there a random skill you have that's just kind of funny? Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> something we wouldn't expect. Yeah. Well, like a lot of people know I, I am fluent in sign language. Um, and I, I took drawing and painting in high school, so I, I kind of love art. And I've been learning how to use Procreate and do digital oh. illustrations. Oh, so I'm nice. still like in my baby stages, but I'm enjoying it. I'm taking a class right now for that. Oh, so, but it's interesting because I hadn't really drawn and paint and done art since high school for me. So I was really nervous, like, oh, I'm going to be rusty. But yeah, I am. Like, there's things I need to learn. But I realized, like, 
this is where this is my happy space is like mm -hmm. drawing and being creative and it was something that I hadn't utilized a part of my brain part of like my soul that I hadn't utilized and I was like I need to come to this like art is is a good space for me you know it's a happy place so yeah I'm getting back into that that's so wonderful thanks <laughs> how was that transition like going from not doing it for so long did you just jump right into it again no I mean I I'll do a little doodle in here or there or drawing or whatever um but yeah I think I just realized I don't know because like I said I always did um like physical like acrylics watercolor graphite and you know the world is moving towards this digital art space and i was like yeah maybe i should try that out um let's learn so i had an opportunity like there was this online school that i heard about and they had a class open so i just decided to do it yeah but it's been nice so well, I'm glad you have that space, like, away from school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, like you it's so important to, like, I think that's one thing that I'm glad what COVID taught a lot of people is just, like, that self-care aspect. I know it's kind of a cliche now, mm -hmm. but it's so important to do things that enrich you and make you happy and is not connected to work or making money or whatever and just giving yourself time to recharge is really important. Yeah. yeah. That's so nice. Oh, this was a nice combo, girls. It was. It was. Well, thank you for being one of our first guests on the uh, Room 22 podcast. Room 22? Oh, Room yeah. 22. I got to make sure I, like, is it on Spotify or yeah, yeah. subscribe? Yeah, follow. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. <laughs> A big thank you to Ms. Sharp for having such an insightful conversation with us and our listeners. We hope you guys enjoyed learning a little more about her. And we hope to see you on Wednesday for part two. To be continued.